Hello, this is Prue. G'day, Prue. My name's Josh. I'm here with my brother, Sam, and we're doing a podcast at the moment, and we're currently discussing what our favourite movies are. For me, it's Lion King because it takes me back to my childhood, but we're just wondering what your favourite movie is. (laughs) Oh, okay. Mine would have to be I Love You, Man. I Love You, Man. Oh, Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey? No, Jim Carrey. No, no, Jason Jason Bateman. Jason Segel. Oh, Jason Segel. That is, a, that is a good movie, apart from me not knowing which actors are in it. <laughs> you don't know it. That is a, no, that is a good movie. It's so funny. It makes you feel good. Well, thank you very much, Prue. Appreciate you answering. Pleasure. Sam, Robin Lynch is like the morning paper. It's got your personal column, it's got your news, and it's got your quiz, Josh. This is Bromley Lynch. Well, Josh, I heard your favourite movie. My favourite movie is one that I throw back to as a child, and that is Remember the Titans. Oh, yeah. A movie that seems to always grab my tear ducts and just rip shreds through them every time I watch it. Even as a kid? Did you cry? Not so much as a kid. I think as a kid, I was all about, like, the action part of it, like the the football throwing, the actual sport itself. But as you grow up and start to realise what that movie actually means and what's behind it, it starts to get quite emotional. And, and the beginning of a career for one of the most handsome men alive. Go on. Ryan Gosling. It is too. Sam, he is on that movie and he is... That's the start start of fame, well, really. You wouldn't have thought that at the time because nah. he was sort of the, the goofy looking, yeah, he, uh, wasn't quite good enough to benched. be on the field. He got benched at one point, had an angry father who was very questionable in his behaviour. But he ended up being, you know, the, the heartthrob. Sam, we started speaking about favourite movies because yesterday, I'm on school holidays at the moment. School holidays, great time. Congratulations. Okay, brilliant. Thank you. But it was a big 11 weeks, okay? So, all the teachers out there, you deserve it. A lot of other people probably disagree, but I don't care. So, you enjoy your time, teachers. Sam, I watched Heat, which is a movie. If you just say two actors that are in it, Robert De Niro, Al Pacino. Sam, they're in it. Hall okay, And they were taking the piss out of acting. Yeah. Okay? So, they were unbelievable. But it got to the point last night, Sam, I finished the movie, and you know Robert De Niro's character, I don't want to ruin it for anyone, pretty of a bad man, chased a lot of people. Sam, I had a nightmare about him. I had a nightmare. He was chasing me. I had a pretty uncomfortable sleep last night because Robert De Niro was chasing me in my dreams. You know, it's been a good movie when it searches itself <laughs> in your sleep yeah. and you're thinking about it in your sleep. Yeah. It's quite remarkable. But Josh, thank but you. Would you much. highly recommend? I'd highly recommend that movie. It's a long watch. Long watch. Long watch. But, but you've got to get through it. Beauty of Netflix, Sam, you can pause it, come back to it. Okay. You can. Now, Josh, last week we are talking about first world problems. Oh, yes. And we thank everyone who replied to our Instagram story yep. on Tuesday, I believe it was. Yep. We wanted to share a few of the first world problems, mm-hmm. people's grievances. Yeah. Okay. Because we want to give people the chance yep. to complain about their first world problems. And I've got a few written right uh-huh. here. And Josh, we can discuss. Yeah. From at Seher, tissues in the wash. Yeah. Big one. Now, this caused much grievances in the Bromley Lynch household as a kid. It did. Uh, you would hear screams coming from the laundry <laughs> of either mother or father. But mainly father. Mother father or father. Dickie. Yes. And it would be... He would be, you would go down to the laundry and he'd just be picking out little bits of tissue from our school shorts, any sort of jumper pockets. It was more the school shorts, Sam. It was more the school shorts to the point where, put your fucking tissues in the bin. I know. know? Like he was not a happy man when there was tissues left in the bin. But you can see it now as, you know, someone that does their own washing. When there is some sort of foreign material like a tissue in the wash, 
Drives you insane. Sam, we've got Samuel Hill, 29. So, here's one for you. Closing a cupboard with your elbow or foot when your hands are full, but it doesn't close the whole way. That is a first world (laughs) issue. That is a first world issue. Sam, can I go one step further? You don't want to take two trips from the car to inside. So, you want to try and lock the car when you've got your hands full. You might have groceries, whatever it might be. There's no way I'm having two trips, even though it's about five meters from the driveway to the house. I don't want to be taking two trips from my car to the kitchen. No. Is that the same as you? That's fair enough. I carry things under the shoulders, uh, in in between my forearms, anywhere. Josh, from Z... Z... Chlicky. Okay. (laughs) Z-C-H-L-C-K-Y. No wonder I couldn't say it. Forgetting a fork at Smoko. Yeah, that would be devastating. Devastating. Yeah. All right. Josh, Isaac Kirby. Using a public toilet, you can only get one square of toilet paper from. I've never seen that. Haven't you? Oh, the one square. The one square. Tough stuff. Sam, I've got one. Ah, Lockett. Not being able to park my XLT Ford Ranger truck in Fitzroy Backstreets. Interesting. <laughs> that is a that first, is a first world, world problem. problem. That is a first world problem. They didn't uh, allow for that in the, the 1940s when they were building those back streets. Josh, at Matt Nevitt, why do shit pens never get stolen, but as soon as you buy a good one, off it goes? Why is that? Everyone loves a good pen. Yeah. Everyone loves a good pen. Everyone sees a good pen. Yeah. Everyone wants a good pen. Sam, they're a hot commodity. Got me thinking, Josh, about... School days. We love to talk about school days yeah. on the on the Bromley Lynch. Reminiscing. We do. I was never one to want to go back to school after summer holidays. I never wanted to leave the beach. Luckily enough for us, Josh, we got to travel for six weeks. Yeah. We went down to a, a beach and, and really enjoyed ourselves. Embraced. Embraced. We would come back a few days before school started in term one and, you know, had to go school shoe shopping. Like, oh. how bad was that horrible go get your new books the, these math books that you know you're never gonna <laughs> gonna read as long as they had the answers in the back you were happy <laughs> yeah okay the, you, straight to the back pages yeah. but then there was one thing i loved to do and that was go to office works two days before school yeah it was like a, a heaven yeah a metropolis of great stationery. it was christmas in january it was it was christmas in january and it would be horrible for parents because you've got these kids just wanting texters erasers yeah. uh four yeah. pens yeah. highlighters brand yeah. new pencil cases with rulers yeah. all these different things Stationary. that you wanted it just got me thinking about going to school as a kid and having brand new stationery and a, a good fit you know people say good fit with clothes yeah. at our age back in the day it was pencil cases yeah. and stationery yeah. supplies i suppose and how long did they last josh two days <laughs> Before you started sharpening your pencils into your pencil case <laughs> yeah. instead of the bin, you would cut you'd cut your rubbers up yeah, with your scissors. Rubbers are gone. The rubbers are gone. Sam, the white out, the, the white out, tape white out. How long did that last yeah. before it just sort of uh, broke off from the chain of what it's meant to be going through? Josh, the text of lids wouldn't match the text of bodies no, after a few days. No way. Not a chance. No. Snapped rulers, oh. definitely, or the, just deeply graffitied rulers. Sam, why have one 30-centimeter ruler when you can have two 15-centimeter rulers? Exactly right. Exactly Smart right, Smart thinking. Smart thinking. So, it just got me thinking about how good those office work days were. They were good for us. Not so, as you said before and alluded to before, Sam, not so much for the parents no. because it would not last long. But there was those kids, Sam, that took pride in their what about the kids that rocked up with a metal sharpener so the ones that were indestructible you know we would always 
you know, mum, bit of a tight ass, would always <laughs> get us the plastic sharpeners. Yeah. But the kids with the with the metal sharpeners, you're like, jeez. You buy us rubbish, geez, Jenny. Jeez, mum and dad have had a good <laughs> tax break, yeah. haven't they? You buy us rubbish sharpeners, Jenny. Expect rubbish Expect results. Expect rubbish results. <laughs> exactly. Okay, right. That's exactly right. Okay, so that was her issue. Yeah. Okay. Sam, bit of a head knock on the weekend in the first game of footy. So yesterday I went down to my really good friend who is my physio down at Keezer in Torquay. Beautiful, beautiful uh, spot there. I don't see anyone massaging my shoulders <laughs> from Keezer. But Sam, I, I got a little massage on my neck and going into a physio, you tell them the issue, you tell them where the problem is. So my head, so she's gone, okay, the neck, we'll try the neck. I know where she's going with that massage. She's a professional. So I know exactly where her hands are going. But Sam, it got me thinking about other massages I've had and like I've gone to. I don't know where they're going. You go into a massage parlor, Sam. Where are you you lose all control. Do you think? Some people will be thinking, where is he going with this? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm not going there. But Sam, I had a bizarre massage experience once. I don't know if I've told you this. But last year, I did a little half marathon and the day after, I was a bit sore, a bit tired. So, I thought, I'm going to treat myself. So, I'm going to look up a massage parlor, massage therapist in the Torquay area. Look it up on Safari, look it up on Browser. Found this one, like maybe four, four stars, 4.2, you know, anything, anything above 3.8 on a massage, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to try, okay? So, I go in and it's just a bit sus from the start. So, it's the house. We go into the house. Got the little massage room, a bit of a dingy sort of setup. Mm. Oh, geez, this could be interesting. This could be a very interesting hour, okay? My, my mind's going everywhere, okay? So, when we start talking, this is the height of COVID. She's clogged up. She's she's oh. like, I'm not, I'm not actually sick. I've just clogged up. <laughs> so, so, I don't know about that. I think she just wanted the money for the massage. Fair play. But Sam, it started. So she started at the like the oil. The oil was at a nice temperature. We started at the legs. The legs were the main part of the body I really wanted to to get massage. But it's where the conversation went where I was more more uh, worried about Sam. Not so much where the hands went. <laughs> she starts talking, and I in a massage, I want to relax. I want to chill out. I want to relax. I can talk to you for maybe twenty minutes, but then from there on, it's Joshy's time to just relax. Am I fair in saying that? Absolutely. Yeah, thank you. Massage. Um, Not a therapy session. Sam, we got on to one of the more obscure topics I've ever spoken about. So, she started talking about midway through. I sort of zoned out. But then, all of a sudden, she mentioned, I'm actually talking to Henry Cavill. Who? (laughs) Sam, Henry Cavill, for those who are unaware, is Superman. (laughs) An actor that plays Superman. So, I turn around. Excuse me, you're you're talking to Superman? You're talking to Superman. She's like, yeah, talking on Instagram to Superman. I said, Superman is talking to you on Instagram. And she's like, yeah, yeah. I'm like, why, why, is, why, is, why is Superman talking to you on Instagram? She goes, well, he really wants to come out here to Torquay. He's really big on lost dogs and saving rescued puppies. And I thought, here we go. Here we go. This is a good one. Superman, so I'm like, Superman's into puppies. And she goes, yeah, yeah. He really needs some money to try and come out here so he can save the puppies. And I said, Superman needs money. (laughs) She's like, yeah, yeah, I'm trying. I just don't know whether I should. I'm like, I've never been involved in a scamming exploitation, but this sounds exactly what a scamming exploitation would be, okay? So I don't know if Superman, Henry Cavill, is actually coming here to save the puppies. I think he's coming... 
Josh, I've just looked up Henry Cavill's net worth. Yeah. It's 40 million. Yeah. See, see he, he's getting over here. Yeah. If he, and I can guarantee that someone is putting him up. Okay. Someone else. Crown Towers, maybe. Maybe not the massage therapist from Torquay. So, Josh, that actually reminds me of a, of a friend of ours. I'm yeah. not going to name any names. Yeah. He tells a great massage story about a, a shopping center. So, he and his lovely girlfriend. <laughs> yeah were going to the shopping centre and she wanted to go shopping and he just was like, oh, well, I'll just go get a massage while you, you go shopping if you want. He seeked the opportunity. He seeked the opportunity. He was a bit sore. So he went to a, a little massage place and was just wanting a run-of-the-mill, nice, easy massage. Obviously, when you go to a massage place, they usually tell you to take your clothes off, which they did in this circumstance. Yeah. He full, said it was full, full full, fully, fully take it off, I think. So I they put know. the towel over him. They put the towel over him. I don't think it was quite the massage he was after. It became a little bit, as it progressed, it became quite physical. Yeah. Uh, a bit of hitting to the point where I believe that the person was standing on his back. Sam, this is what I'm talking about. Th- he lost control of the massage. He lost control of the massage. I believe it got to a point, Josh, where it became very physical that it, did, it looked like a WWE wrestling match. <laughs> so, I believe the mas- masseur... Got him into like a master lock type situation. So, he, yep. for those unaware, look up master lock on YouTube. You'll find it very entertaining. Yeah. So, the masseur sort of took her hands in front of his shoulders. Yeah. All right. So, she's squeezing with her elbows. Yeah. And putting her hands behind the back of his head. <laughs> she then proceeds to lift the said person <laughs> up and sway him around the room. <laughs> Forgetting that he's fully, fully, fully nude, and he's, as you can imagine, uh, quite exposed at that point. He's about as exposed as you possibly humanly possible. <laughs> One, he doesn't have control of his body, and he's just naked. Yeah, he is. He is, and it got to the point where. I believe something happened in the massage where he sort of, one of his eyes went funny. So, his girlfriend tells the story of a very sorry looking human walking back with his tail between his legs, with his eye, with a hand over his eye, head down. Very violated. Yeah, a little bit violated, I would say, uh, from the massage. Josh, I've been doing some reading. Yeah. Okay, think about... Kmart. And now, remember when we went overseas? Yeah. And there was Kmart in America. Is it Walmart? Uh, well, there's Kmart. Oh. So, Walmart's obviously the big one. Yeah. Uh, but, or well, once dominant force in the American retail market yeah. with 2,000 uh, shops, Kmart, is just down to now three shops nationwide in America. What? I know. I know. Its parent company, Sears declared bankruptcy in 2018 so now they're just down to to three shops in the whole of the united states it's incredible i I know i know so obviously (laughs) what do you think's helped impact this it's the rise of amazon so online shopping and also the might of walmart over there and josh we've been to a walmart yeah yeah. that is a different sort of shop they're not mucking around in walmart (sighs) there was everything from books to sheets to guns to yeah, semi-automatic weapons yeah. that they're selling at <laughs> at the local Walmart. Now, Josh, you would think this wouldn't bode well for the Australian powerhouse of Kmart, would you? Do you want me to play along with this? But I think that Kmart is thriving in Australia. Well, Josh, it is thriving in Australia. Yeah. But you know what? And this took me by surprise because once I saw this article, I'm like, what does this mean for Kmart in Australia? 
It means absolutely nothing because they're actually not the same thing. What? Can you believe that? They've got the same big red K yeah. next to their name. But it's actually, Kmart is owned by West Farmers. Yes. All right. West, West Farmers conglomerate. Conglomerate. Right. When you work for a conglomerate, <laughs> you know, you're, you're serious. Yeah. But Josh, it operates 231 departments here in Australia. 231. They actually bought the brand name off the American one for $100 million a few years ago. Usually, it'd be the other way around. Usually, we follow the trends of America, don't we? So, But that took me by surprise that the Kmart in America and the Kmart in Australia actually are not even related in any way. They're not owned by the same conglomerate yep. uh, or anything like that. It took me by surprise. It's the same with Target, completely separate from American to Australian. That's very interesting. Thank you, Josh. Sam, thank you for bringing that to the table. No worries. Sam, I've got some for you. So, imagine a mechanic looking in their dumpster, okay? Looking in their dumpster and finding paintings and artwork from one of the more famous artists of all time, of the modern history. Sam, this guy, Jared Whipple, a mechanic from Waterbury in Connecticut, retrieved the dirt-covered pieces from a dumpster which contained materials from a barn, okay? Sam, he collected not just one. He collected hundreds of pieces of art right. in this dumpster, okay? Hey, Sam, it's, yes. So, someone was putting this artwork into a dumpster? Yes. Okay. Without knowing how much it was actually worth. Sam, he's selling each piece for around anywhere, he's got hundreds of them, from 4000 to $22,000, okay? So, the artist, his name is Francis Hines, and he, I think he was doing some wrapping for different buildings in New York many, many years ago. But Sam, as the family member of Francis Hines, would you want that money? Would you think that's your money that the guy is selling? Well, Josh, possession is nine-tenths of the law. And that's what the family have agreed to. So Whipple, so Whipple, Jared, has researched Hines' work and contacted the artist's family, who he said allowed him to keep and sell the art. See, that is, that's the beauty of humanity. Yeah. Okay. One, Jared for, for ringing up and yes. notifying the yes. family, doing yep. the research yep. and then thinking, no, oh, it's in my best interest yep. and the family's best interest yep. and the artist's best interest to ring up and, and ask what they want done with the artwork. Sam, it forced me to do some research about some things that might be in people's possessions that they think have no value, mm-hmm. but turn out to have okay. lots and lots of value. So there's this great website that I looked up, but I'm going to do maybe just, three or four of the best ones that I enjoyed. See, a woman learned that a painting she had hanging in her kitchen for years, just above the sink, was worth $26.8 million, okay? It turned out the painting was from the 13th century and long lost work of Florentine artist Siambu, okay? Great pronunciation. Sam, this is a good one. One man became a millionaire after accidentally purchasing an original copy of the Declaration of Independence. What? But he bought a like a frame and then when he unco- undid the frame when he got home, he found the Declaration of Independence. He bought it for $4 and it sold for $2.92 million. I think that's unders. <laughs> yeah, I, I would That's agree. Un- Isn't that one of the most important you were documents say, of all time? I thought you were going to say billion, and I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have batted an eyelid. Oh, that's incredible. So this is from seventeen seventy six, Declaration of Independence. You would think that would go for a little bit more than. I'd be going back if I was him. Yeah. Sam, this man picked up a sketch by Andy Warhol. I'm not an art uh, connoisseur by any stretch of the imagination, but apparently Andy is pretty good with yep. a, with a brush. Yep. All right. So when Andy Fields, a businessman from England. Brought five sketches for $5. He didn't realise that it was actually... It actually belonged to the aunt who used to babysit Andy Warhol back in the day. And now, 
those have been valued at over $2 million each. $2 million. $2 million each. Little He's got five of them. Amazing. But Sam, just think about those things that are used in your house that are valueless, but now are worth millions of dollars. It just pays to, to take notice and take stock. So... I remember what Josh when we moved into our house as young as young kids. Yes. Uh, to the house that we now like our family live in now. And the family before us had left all this stuff. Oh, like did. the people that sold us the house left all this stuff. One like two of them were pretty cool. Like it was a Michael Jordan poster yeah. that was really cool. It's still in my room. Yeah, it is. But they left us like a piano. Yeah. Uh, I don't think mum and that were too happy with that no i mean these people just left things in the house for us to to then either keep or to get rid of and the best one that they left was like this life-size cardboard cutout of bart simpson it was too remember that it was too and that we we had a big disagreement over that i think that was flipping coin sort of territory for who would keep that yeah luckily we shared a room yeah exactly right quiz Question one. The federal election... Josh, you've got to... I've, I've noticed a few times yeah, in the sorry. last few weeks, you've got to give the name justice yeah. to these few questions. Yeah. Affairs that are current. Yes. We had a 10-minute meeting yeah. about rebranding because copyright issues with yes. what we were for originally using. Sorry. And you just don't yeah. even mention that it's an affairs that are current. Sam, do you know what I love about this this show that we've got here? The accountability. Josh, you know, well, it's not a show. It's a family. It is. Okay? It's a family. <laughs> Sam, affairs that are, car- are current. You can't even say it. I know. Sam, affairs that are current. There we go. The federal election was called on Sunday. What date was it called for? And when will be voting? I think I know what the answer is. Looking forward to the snags it's on a, offer. Yeah, it's a short turnaround. Yep. It's a short turnaround. Always a fun little... Ex- like, Exercise in patience, election day. I think it might be May 21st. The date rings a bell for some reason. Isn't it funny that uh, there was obviously issues with the latest American election, Mm. but we still line up, write on a piece of paper in 2022 and use a ruler to cross our names out. Like when we've done the voting and they like, mm, um, what address are you again? Do you reckon they'll keep and that they forever? Use a, like a, a rule, they've got, well, I don't see another solution. Surely there's some software that we'll be able to use one day where we can just vote on our phone. Hackers, Sam. Hackers can't. I oh, know. Saturday, May 21st. Okay. Federal elections are held nearly every three years. Seems like we've get a, got a few of these lately. May 21st. That's a quick turnaround. It is a quick turnaround. Josh, number two, affairs that are current. The Formula One Grand Prix was held in Melbourne last weekend. Who won? Did you watch any of Didn't watch a whole lot, but I know who won. Was it Leclerc? Charles Leclerc, I believe his name is. He rides for Ferrari. Ferrari is a Frenchman. Yes. yes. Charles Leclerc. Yep, he won. Oh, Formula One drivers do not receive prize money. Their teams pay their salaries. Fair enough. Sam, credit to SD card, Sammy Dalton, our producer. But he... Spitting facts. Sam, he, he said something to me before the show today. F1 drivers are really, really cool and looked up, look, looked upon like with this, like maybe jealousy. Yeah. Like, oh, they're cool. But as kids, they were just go-kart drivers. <laughs> <laughs> Billy kart drivers. <laughs> yeah. That's what they were. That's what they were. Sam, we are two from two. This is a good start. Affairs that are current. Question three. So this is a who am I? I announced I was pregnant on Monday. I'm a pop star. Do 
Britney, I think it's Britney Spears, Josh. I think it's Britney Spears. Sam, it's Britney Spears. Well done. Thank Sam, you. well done. Good job. Good on Britney. Uh, starred in the movie Crossroads and I was married to Kevin Fiddleline. So, Josh, remember she was under a conservatorship with her family. So, now that she's out and about, yeah. she's seeing someone, she's having kids. It's great, great to, to see. see. Josh, question for entertainment, art and sport. Gil McLaughlin announced he was stepping down from the position of AFL CEO. What sport has Gillen represented Victoria in? I have a feeling it's not something that we all are able to play as young children. Is it, is it the polo? I feel like it is the polo. I thought he would have... Because um, isn't he South Australian? So maybe... Gil was known to be a pretty good amateur footballer I back might, in the days. So maybe he played like a Victorian Amos League against Victoria Country or something like that. Or, or the polo. Yeah. I think we'll go to the footy we'll one. We'll go to the footy. Oh, it's polo. It's polo. Great discussion, though. Yeah, I won't g- hold that against you, that you took the, the answer out of my mouth. But that's fine. That's a, that's a part of a trivia night. No, it is. It is. Discussion. Healthy discussion. Sam, we're three of four. Question five. What city held the Australian Grand Prix before it was moved to Melbourne in 96? I think we've been on a few end-of-season football trips yeah, to I this place. Very famous for churches, yep. this city. I think it's Adelaide. I reckon it's Adelaide too. It's Adelaide. Jeff Kenner and businessman Ron Walker were responsible for bringing it to Melbourne. Don't think it'll be leaving. No. I don't know where they did in Adelaide, but pretty well established here in Melbourne. Four or five, Josh. Adelaide can have the go-kart competition. Question six. What was the name of Beyonce's most recent solo studio album? When you're unsure mm. on artists... Names of albums. Mm. I think we just go with the name of their of the, them of them. Let's just go Beyonce. Do you want to just go Beyonce. Beyonce. Oh, it's lemonade. lemonade. You're close. I was close. <laughs> it was. It was, <laughs> it was accompanied by a one-hour film that aired on HBO. Do you reckon Beyonce's? They've been sitting in the production meeting, thinking. You know, she's obviously spent hours and hours trying to think of, like, trying to produce a great album, and then they call it Lemonade. Is it a favourite drink? It could be. It might be sponsored by Sprite or yeah, something maybe. like that. But Josh, can I just say something about Beyonce? Go on. Probably the most athletic performer in the world. I Especially think- at her peak. Like, watching some of her YouTube lives, the way she gets around the stage and still is able mm. to sing like that, unbelievable. I think Pink's in the corner putting her hand up saying, hey, what about me? <laughs> What about me? Well, Sam, she, she flies on a roof. She does. With the rope. With the rope. Okay. It'd be a good battle. Yeah. Uh, so, we definitely got that question wrong. So, we are four of six. What is the capital city of Monaco? Monaco. Or Monaco? Monte, Monte, Monte Carlo? Carlo. Is it Monte Carlo? What? Trick question. I hate trick questions. We should have gone with the, like, the artist format. And just named it Monaco. I know. That is annoying. The See, answer, no creativity. Yeah. Not by you, SD card. By the people of Monaco. Monaco is an independent <laughs> city state and it is the second smallest independent state in the world after the Vatican. Sam, does Monaco appeal to you as a destination? Not at all. Okay. Uh, oh, maybe for the Grand Prix. If I want to go, I don't. I didn't even watch the Jeez, Melbourne that's, one. Though. That's original. <laughs> I only want to go to Monaco when the Grand Prix's on. Well, that would be good fun. Question eight. So, Sam, we've we've sort of started well. We've started well, and then 
We've tailed off. Poor form yep. towards the middle. Recently deployed and costing billions of dollars, what is the James Webb? James Webb. Josh, what is this? I'm going military. Something military because it's got the word deployed in it. Deployed costing billions of dollars. I think you only dollars. use deployed when it's associated with military. Costing billions of dollars. That would be military related. The James Webb. I'm, I'm thinking, thinking air. Yeah. And I'm thinking I'm thinking Webb. American. What is the James Webb? Maybe it's a big plane. Yep. And it's got a big net out the back. Just to catch all the flies. A space telescope designed primarily to conduct infrared astronomy. That's really annoying because we don't know anything about astronomy, but I'm sure this will tell us a bit more about it. There you go. It's the most powerful telescope ever launched into space. It great. It's greatly improved infrared re- resolution and sensitivity will allow it to view objects too old, distant and faint for the Hubble Space mine, Telescope. Mine, mine, naivety here. But if you're deploying a telescope into space, yeah. who's looking through it? <laughs> Am I not right? It's a great question. Because all telescopes need someone there to look through it. It's a great Are we sending someone up there to look through it? In space? Maybe James Webb. Maybe Webby's going up. (laughs) James Webb's going up there to just be on the telescope. Uh, Sam, once again, we've failed. So, we're four of of eight. We're going to need... Josh, you know what? We're going to need a bonus question. Yeah, we are. Which planet has the largest ocean? God. Setting us up to fail. Do they... I didn't even know they had oceans. Let's go... I reckon... Is Earth... I'm sure people will scold us down for this one, but <laughs> let's go with Earth. <sighs> Jupiter. Jupiter. Jupiter's ocean is the largest in the solar system, but that is that it is about 25,000 miles. I couldn't get that out. That it is about 25,000 miles. So 40,000 kilometers deep, roughly as deep as the Earth is around. God, they would need, they'd need some good lifeguards up there. Oh, no. up, in, Jupiter. up in Jupiter. <laughs> Sam, we need this. Swim between the flags. You go. You go. Bonus question. The mojito was invented in what country? All right. Two countries come to mind here. Spain. Yep. And Mexico. I think Mexico. Uh, I'm going Mexico as well. If like my life depended on it, gun to my head, Robert De Niro has chased me down. Yep. And he says, the mojito was invented in which country? I would say Mexico. Cuba. So, a mojito is a traditional Cuban high bale. Highball. Highball. The cocktail often consists of five ingredients. White rum, sugar, lime juice, soda, water, and mint. Sam, I'm actually really poor there. We got four of ten. Yeah. Uh, so, we're going to have to go back to the drawing board. You know we, we need, need butt. We, we need, need but- Nick Butler. Where was he? Yeah, we need butts back. We do need butts back. Sam, in future, we're going to try and get some more guests in for a quiz. So, if anyone's got anyone that they would love to hear do a quiz, maybe send your recommendation into the Bromley Lynch Instagram. That would be a very great thing for you to do. It would be great. Josh, plans for the Easter holiday. Sam... My cousin Tim, Tim Stott, he always he bought this boat, as you know, a couple of months ago, and he always seems to miss time his what would you say offer to be taking uh, taking us out to fish. Yeah. But this weekend, I think it might be the weekend. I think we might be going squidding this weekend, and that is something I'd like to do. Not much else is planned. I'm going to be down the beach. Uh, it's going to be nice weather. Got a great night at Producey coming up with a few of the people from here. We're going to the footy on Saturday night. How about you, Sam? Going away. 
with the lovely Clara down to her neck of the woods, a few hours away down in the west coast. So uh, we're going to have some fun down there and then I'll uh, probably meet up with you on Sunday, Josh. We're going to finish with this. Who is someone you're grateful for? Who am I grateful for? Yeah, who's someone in the last week you might be grateful for? It's a great question, Josh. Can I go mine? You can go yours. Now, I mentioned her early in the podcast, but Kato, she's just always got a great vibe. And when I'm with her, she's always giving me lots and lots of tips, but not forceful upon me in a way of like just telling me everything. She's just got a, a beautiful soul. I yeah. love it. I don't want to go too obvious. Mm. I am very grateful for... There's a guy by the name of Ben, Ben Roberts, yep. uh, who is old gentleman, but he is someone that has a great vibe to him, is yeah. always smiling, even when things might not be going great, and he's always asking other people how they are. That is a beautiful quality in a human. Sam, that was beautiful. Thank you very much. See you next week. See you next week. Thanks for listening. Make sure you subscribe and join the family. And follow us on Instagram. At Bromley Lynch. You won't regret it. <laughs>